Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the first zone time of the new year. This podcast started in 2021 and we're in 2023. We're still alive. That's crazy. Omar's here. Sam is is here. Avery's here. It is crazy. It's nuts. And I'm very thankful we're still around for this. There's a bunch of stuff we got to get to. Uh, There's a few things we need to get to that we weren't able to get to over the last few days because we were away on holiday break. Um, Normally, Avery tries to outdo every one of us with his outfits and and the hat but i'm sorry uh sam's got a better fit than you today which makes perfect sense when you are in the hockey dues money and power issue congratulations sam uh for for ended up on there so like what can you take us through like what it was like like how did you did you know you're going to be in it like what 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 happens so uh okay thank you it's like very uncomfortable i have like a very hard time dealing with these things um but (laughs) It was like a few months ago, uh, Ian Kennedy from the Hockey News, Avery's colleague, um, like reached out to me and was like, hey, just wondering if you, sorry, I don't know if he's like, okay, with me sharing this, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> he's like, hey, just wondering if you have a headshot. And I was like, wait, what, what oh, do you need yeah. a headshot for? Uh, I, was I like, remember that story. What do you need a headshot for? He's like, He's like, oh, he's like, yeah, sorry. I probably should have led with that. He's like, but I also wanted to be a surprise. He's like, we like, he he put me up for like person of social change list in the hockey news's money and power issue, which was like really, really nice of him. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then someone tweeted a photo of the issue and was like, oh my God, I'm freaking out because I found you in here. And I was like, this is the first time I've seen it. And also I forgot that that was happening. So <laughs> yeah, that's that was one of the first Sam's a boss. That, that was one of the first times I, refer, I referred to Sam by full name. Like I saw it and I was like, Samantha. Whenever someone says Samantha, I feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh my God. So weird. So, so sick to see and well-deserved. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. I actually still man. don't have an issue. I need to like, I need to go get one. Just walk they into don't just any send store. send one to you? Walk into any store and just grab one off. And be like, hey, you have to pay for that. Like, well, pay, pay. I'm like, well, I'm in my face. You see this? You see this? This is me. I'm in this. <laughs> Give it to me. Exactly. Absolutely. No, but seriously, congratulations on on being Thank recognized you. in this way. You use your platform uh, to be an arbiter of change, and you always try to be on the good side of things, especially when it comes to hockey culture and whatever nonsense happens on Twitter. So it's very well deserved. Very well deserved, and honestly, we are very proud. I don't think I, I don't think it would have happened without you guys. So, thank you. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't know no, about that. No, no, no I don't, don't know. I, don't do that. No, no, no I'm not. Stop it! Well stop it. You're, you're doing a Julian. Yeah. Stop, stop I'm doing not taking Julian. that. Mm-hmm. Stop doing the Julian. No, no, don't no, do that. Stop doing the, the Julian. Julian. <laughs> doing the Julian. <laughs> I didn't realize my name was associated with that, but okay, hundred percent it is. hundred percent it is. No, 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 Sam, Sam, like no, come on. 
You're 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 great. You're you're incredible. Like like Talk the fact that the yes, rock rock it, rock your shit. Thank literally, you. like I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you too. You don't have to be like Connor Bedard after he won a gold medal at the World Junior Championships, where he said, "Hey." We're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about the greatest team who ever existed. <laughs> I'm so sick of this freaking sport. Can they just let the freaking kids be like, yeah, freak. Oh my God. I'm, I'm good. Like, right. And it's oh. like, and it's week articles about, you know, oh, he's so classy. So classy. Put the team above himself. You know what? He so wants boring. to do that. Cool. But what if Connor Bedard said, yeah, I'm that man. I'm that good. What I am him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm Timothy. Like, what would he, like, I'm Timothy. What would, what would happen? Would they say, they oh, no, Timothy. don't draft him. He's a problem. Yep. Character <laughs> issues. Oops. Character issues, all this type of stuff. My bad. I meant to, I, I had to cough. I meant to hit mute and I hit soft video by accident. My bad. I was about to say. That's yeah, okay. like old, it would have been like character issues, puts himself before the team. It's about the name on the back. Like, I, man. This man, I man, it's but sometimes kind of talked about it last time, right? Like yep. even like the lack of celebrations after sick goals, like just have some fun. Literally, like, why yeah. do you have to take the sport so seriously? Because it's life mm-hmm. and death. I mean, I I, I said best team. Uh, I misquoted Connor Bedard. He referred to the World Juniors as the biggest tournament in the world. Like, I mean, he clearly takes this seriously. Yeah. But it's not the biggest <laughs> tournament in the world. No. Only us as a nation. You know how bad it is? Like, I remember watching that gold medal game with Canada and Czechia at this bar in Calgary with a couple friends. Like, we're watching it. Canada's up in this game. And I'm just like, you know, I don't want Canada to just win this game easily. Like, it'd be cool if, like, Czechia scored. And, like, me and my friends were there. We said, you know what? If Czechia scores a goal, we're going to celebrate in the bar for Czechia. And they did, and we're all like, check, yeah. They were all just like celebrating. It's like, yeah, that's great. Like, it became a game. And then they tied it, and then it got really quiet. Uh, it got really awkward. And people yeah. did, were not happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that. That, that would have been awesome. Can you imagine if Czechia story. won that tournament? Oh, my gosh. If, that would have been a highlight story. Would it, oh, that would have been, been huge. It would have been the first gold medal since 2000. Yeah. And also it would have been. It would have been the, now would have I want to know. And it would have been down the death of Julian's Twitter account. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is all your fault. You did it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Fortunately, I did that in real life. So my Twitter would have actually been intact. Could you imagine uh, if I had uh, gone on Twitter and I said I'm rooting for Jackie? Yeah, that would have been terrible. You. Yeah. <laughs> someone clearly... would have like, you know, I, I didn't want to say this, but like. Halfway through the game, you know, I know I was at the same bar as Julian McKenzie, and I heard him say that, you know, let's make it a game. And, you know, I just want to say, hey, Julian, why why do you hate Canada? <laughs> why? <laughs> just like it's a complete jump. Public enemy <laughs> <you>? number one. <laughs> oh, this reminds weird. me of, um, you know, the year the Canadians were up, I think they were up 5-2 or 5-3 going to the third against Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they lost that game. Yep. As that third period started, someone I was watching the game with was like, oh, well, it's in the bag. Ooh. Oh. And then, and then oh. Russia won. Oh, and like, I haven't even. Literally, we oh, still make fun of this person for this like 10 years later. I have an even worse story, and Omar's going to hate me forever for this. 
No, I I have another one as well, and let's see if, let's see if we're in the same realm. I feel like uh, we might be. May twenty thirteen game yep, seven. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I think. Who was it who scored the last Leaf goal before it was over? Was it Kadri or, or Castle? Uh, I, was, I think it was Kadri. Yeah, it was Kadri. I think I remember tweeting, uh, and I've, I think I've since deleted that tweet, like, let's go home. I wasn't necessarily like, rooting for the Leafs. It was just like, like, this is over. It's like, all right, they've they've wiped, they've, they've, they've to quote a phrase from John Shorthouse, they've slain the dragon. Like, it's done. Like, it's over. And then it wasn't. Sorry yeah. about that. That's all right. Yeah, no, back when we were watching it, I was watching at my best friend's house. Um, they're up 4-1. We're like, oh, my God. Because they were down. They were down in the series. Like, we thought it was over. They were down. You know, 4-1. And then my best friend's oldest sister comes downstairs, and she's like, oh, wow. They're up 4-1. I guess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's over. And there was 10 minutes left right when she said that. And I looked at her. I said, I will never forgive you if they lose this game. And then systematically, goal, 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 goal. And then she came back and she's like, oh, it's overtime. Okay, we know they can still win it. And I looked at her and I was like, no, it's done. (laughs) They lost when they tied it 4-4. The game was over. And then overtime started. And I just watched poor, poor Jimothy, Jimothy Reimer just being this overwhelmed. And then that goal went in. And 10 years later, I still hate that goal song. I can't stand it. It's, it's, it's haunting. It, like, it's like me and soul. Chelsea Dagger. <laughs> yeah, I was about yeah. to say, like, Kerncraft 400 and Chelsea Dagger are two songs you two, you got, you two do not approve of I, that. I hate it, well, man. Every time I hear it, it's like, ah. Oh. Avery, is there a song like, is there a goal record, song that makes you cringe? For the record, those songs both suck anyway. Goal song, they both suck. Those are not, they suck so much. Gonna, they're, they're bad already. <laughs> uh, in terms of goal song, song. Uh, songs make me cringe. Uh, those two, uh, Pumped Up Ticks is awful. What else? Pumped Up um, Ticks was Paul Notes, the least goal song. Garbage, yeah, they gotta, change it. They gotta change, they gotta change that one, man. I'm surprised they haven't changed it. I don't mind the song that much, but I'm surprised that like they haven't made it more fun, modern, energetic, cool. Yeah. Like that yeah. is a song like, the, like everything about the Leafs is supposed to be like young, energetic, cool, never yeah. stop, whatever. Like whatever I'm surprised the Leafs haven't done station. the like personalized goal song thing. Yeah, the Flames have that, which I'm very surprised about, considering how old school they can be. Even the like, members of the Flames have their own personalized, like Milan Lucic's goal song is the AC Milan theme song. Yeah, like, and you hear it once a year. Oh, <laughs> to your to your point, to your point, Omar. To this the, point, I have only heard it once, so you're not completely the, wrong. The Oilers still play Jog Jam for a goal song. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Like, come on. I have said for the longest time, I would love, and they'll they'll never do this because it's like you'd have to take yourself not seriously. 
But the Canucks should use I Predict a Riot by the Kaiser Chiefs. Oh, that's wow. a good song. Because, oh, like, song. like, A, that's the really- Riot thing. But it's <laughs> yeah. also, like, it's got that kind of Chelsea Dagger thing where everyone can sing along and it's got that beat. Yeah. It would be really good. I think that's a good idea. I didn't realize we get to a point where we do, like, impromptu, like, pick your goals. Now, before we get to some of these other topics here, I want to know, like, would that be like, if you were playing, if you're a professional hockey player, would you use that as your personal goal song? What would your goal song be? I don't know. I think I'd want to Why'd make you kiss your teeth, song. Avery? <laughs> me? Oh, I just kissed my dumb Omar. That's what oh, that, that sounded like. <laughs> oh, okay, was so, I was like, what um, did that sound like? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I would want to pick something that was, like, annoyingly catchy. You know what I mean? Mm. Just because it just, you want to make it a goal that, like, that the opposition would hate to hear. Right. So I don't know. Maybe like I feel like for the I'm like for the Leafs, I'm surprised it hasn't been anything Bieber related just because like they really try to like say like, hey, Bieber's a fan. Hey, he has. So I'm really surprised they haven't picked a Bieber song. Um, so I don't know. Maybe by Justin Bieber. Bieber. No, that's probably nah, that's well past its time. Yeah, it's well, well past. I'm a big maybe Peaches. That'd be funny. Peaches would be, be funny. Fun. That'd be funny. Shout out, yeah, I'll say that. shout out Justin Bieber, Daniel Caesar, and who else is on that song again? Sure. Daniel Caesar canceled himself low key, though. Anyway, we don't have to get <laughs> on that. Um, he did. He did. I don't have to explain why. He did. He should be a staple at every wedding for the next decade, but he canceled himself. Um, uh-huh. uh, I think it might be for me, it might be either Simon Says by Pharaoh Monch or Annie Up by MOP. Like, and and the bust the Busta Rhymes remix on the MOP song, like you have to hear Busta Rhymes like yelling, like we need that, mm. we need that. That that would be my pick. Avery, it, uh, which one would you pick? I'm, that's easy. Sean Paul, get busy. <laughs> that is easy. <laughs> Yo, the mid the mid I score, I want the crowd up and moving. I want the crowd up and jumping and get busy when I score a goal. Happy birthday, they, Sean Paul! By the way, they do that and then and just pan the camera immediately to McDavid and to see what he does. It's like <laughs> he's just confused. <laughs> he would be so uh, confused. Oh, oh man! Did everyone did everyone get their goal song goal song in before I start asking everyone about how good or bad their respective markets are? Uh, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be very interesting. Um, because um, seems like the Leafs are doing the best of everyone. There's nothing to complain about, right? <laughs> time, time, time out, time, time out. Now, okay, what could in possibly be wrong in Leafland? Let me, let me, let me, let me speak. Let me speak. Okay, so on a grand scheme of things, yes, there is not much to 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 complain about. However, comma, I saw some things that were concerning. Heading into this season, the big thing was, hey, is the goaltending okay? And I just wanted, like, give me, like, 900 goaltending, I'll be fine. Murray got injured his first game, but he looked okay. Samsonov, you know, had, had, a, had, a, had a pretty, pretty good run. That's a great book, by the way, by it. Um, and it's like the team is playing – when they're good, they're playing very well. But, like, the goaltending, like, there's something about the goaltending I just, like, can't get out of my head. And it worried me. And it concerned me. And 
And like, and now that we're, we're definitely heading into another year where we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be taking on you know, Tampa Bay in the first in the first round. It's like I would hate if there's a there, if there's a stretch where like the Leafs are like playing and they're playing so well and they're dominating, and then like one breakaway goes and they get scored on and they lose. So it's like I don't know. Maybe I'm just nitpicking. You know, maybe for, you know what I'm probably just nitpicking. But yes, overall, you are. You're nitpicking. You have absolutely you nothing me? to complain Julia, about. Why are you, do you complaining about? Do you blame about? Nothing to about? Talk to us. Sorry, did April. your team blow a three nothing lead in ten minutes in the first period? Hey, did your team? Did your team that you cover <laughs> blow a three one lead in like thirty seconds and then lose in overtime and then everyone think, oh man, this season's over? Did your team I do mean, that? that? Hey, Avery, that... do you have something to complain about with the Oilers? Yeah, Omar, did you have Carmen David and Leon Drysidle having supernova seasons? And your wild card team? Yeah. So no disrespect, Omar. That's, I understand. That's that's I understand true. you have perpetual anxiety from what the Toronto Maple Leafs do to you. But considering what's going on with all of the respective teams here, I'll even throw the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche in here, who are also this, injured yeah. to hell and back. Please that's spare true. us your BS. That's, all right? That's, Y'all are doing real fair. well. And Colorado fans on Twitter say, are not having a good time. Fair. Come on. I, I, By I comparison, think Colorado are good. is okay. I think Colorado's okay. Like, and that's going to be like, we'll, we'll hold it for a little bit, but that's going to be part of the, part of like the, when we get to the, the mid season awards thing. Yes. Um. But yeah, I think Colorado's okay. Yes. Okay. I, I hear you. I'm overreacting. I'm damaged. I know. I get it. Anyway. You're damaged. And I get it in April and in May. We'll, we'll discuss that damage further, but for right now, there are worse things. Okay. okay can I, can I, can I, can I, can I get that clipped just in case? <laughs> Yeah. Shout out producer Karen Breen, who does the yeah. Lord's work of having to put up with us every single episode. <laughs> like, but no, but like, seriously, like Vancouver has been a dumpster fire for the entirety of this season. Like Andre Kuzmenko. I limited to easily... this season. Yeah, that's true. Vancouver's yeah, yeah, been a dumpster fire for like a decade. Probably even beyond <laughs> that if we're really being real. But like, the, and I mean, we're somehow who, like... back to the, the, the news yesterday was like Rick Dollywall's like reporting on how Canucks management is aware of Canucks Twitter and the negative media. It's like, okay, but have what? you considered we're negative because like you suck? Yeah. Have, have you considered not sucking? No, who they clearly have not. <laughs> what do they tweet want me to do? Be all sunshine and lollipops. Like, what do they want you all to do? I I, I think know. it's great that they scored three goals in the first eight minutes against the Penguins. I think it's not great that they proceeded to blow that by the end of the first period and Whoa. then lose the game 5-3. I think of half the, they're at 40 games. I think at least half the games they've blown multi-goal leads. Yeah, that's, that's not good. However... That's However, pretty, what? That's some pretty high tank awareness. I say that's a plus 50. Good job. No, but they that's don't have tank awareness. They're they're like kind of they're not they're not bad enough to have a top five pick. They're gonna win just enough games to be like they're, they're seventh, they're they're seventh plus right now. Maybe you get Matt yeah, Mitch. Do you know how bad the last three teams are? Yeah, yeah they're bad. Actually, yeah. I say I say Matt Mitchkoff. Isn't that, I mean, considering the fact that he might not even come to the NHL right away, is there a worse prospect for Canucks, for Canucks fans to wait on than Matt Faye Mitchkoff? Yeah. I Maybe. like Adam Cantilli. Yeah, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, I could yeah. understand that too. I figured you guys <laughs> would want Dylan Genther though. <laughs> but why would you want Dylan Genther when you could have Oliver Ekman Larson for the next seven years? 
<laughs> and that's Jim Benning strikes again. Oh. Well, that Jim. Oh, my Jim. favorite stat that I remembered this week is that Oliver Ackman Larson and Tyler Myers, who have been atrocious this week, make more than Kill McCarr and Devontae's. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Omar has to look this up. Omar's like immediately going to cat friendly. <laughs> you know, considering the outfit Omar is wearing right now, the fact that he's looking this up. Y'all remember Kim Possible? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember yes. y'all, y'all remember Wade? Remember the, the character Wade? You trying to say I look like Wade? <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> you look like a you look like a grown ass Wade. You're, you're the chair. You're a grown ass Wade. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. oh my gosh, come on. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, so damn. Funny. Tyler Myers and Oliver Ekman Larson make more money than arguably the Yo, best Yo, Taze only makes 4.1. Yeah, T- Devin Taze is did like, Joe, a really did Joe good sign deal? that deal or was that or was yeah. that a Lou deal? Yeah, that's Joe. It was Joe. Oh, they traded for him, goodness. then they signed the deal. Oh, my goodness, man, man, man. But hey, 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 guys, guys. Let's not let's not disrespect the genius of Lou Lamorello. We cannot have that slander. I don't need Islanders fans back in here. Okay, we can't have. Man, that. they know. They know. Y'all remember what happened last time? They they, they know. They know. They're an angry bunch. Mm. Yeah, they, they very mm. much are. Mm. Um, <laughs> Avery, how is mm. it in Edmonton? How is it with Connor and Leon and the fact that you guys are two points behind the flames well i mean you guys is in the oilers not you you're not part of you will never be part of oilers management or 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 their fan like whatever whatever the hell is going on over there not to lump you in with with edmonton you know or edmonton as some people call it <laughs> yo people call it that haven't been to city in like 25 years like that's who i call it that and i was there six about a, like four or five months ago and you enjoyed it i enjoyed hanging out with you and not the night that we ended up at a donair place and a woman may or may not have threatened to mace us on our way out. Yo, that was a very odd night. That was a very, <laughs> that was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell us but how back, the but, are too. <laughs> but back to your back to your original question on in terms yes. of the franchise. Yes. I always think people are more mad about the fact that they're in the second wildcard spot than behind Calgary. Because again, Carmen David's on pace for the first 150-point season. In over tw- in twenty five over twenty five years, Drysdale having a good year, even though we, even though he looks a bit off right now, and it's it's the same mistakes repeating himself over and over and over again. Holes in the blue line, depth scoring is an issue. It's Stuart Skinner doing all he can and not getting enough support in front of him. And it's like, at what point does management not get frustrated with this? Because you should not be barely above the Blues. For a wild card spot, you should be where the Kraken are or where the Kings are. You shouldn't be struggling to get into playoffs one more time in your nine of Dry Sidle and your eight of McDavid. If they miss the playoffs this year, if they do, you gotta get rid of Ken Holland. You gotta get rid of Bob Nicholson. Those two should be on Monster.ca for a job come June <laughs> playoffs. I'm serious. This man said Monster.ca. He didn't even say I agree, man. I agree. I think it's the fact that we are in another year of Connor McDavid where he is just destroying the league again, mm-hmm. again. They just made the Western conference final. 
And we're sitting here January 2023 asking, not just us, many people, it's, it's active discussions on sports shows. Will the Edmonton Oilers make the playoffs? That's embarrassing. I, I, I can't, and, I, and, and people are trying to say like, oh, well, the Evander Kane, Kane injury really, really threw, threw things off. Why the hell is the entire season of, of Edmonton being thrown at the hands of, of a Vander Kane injury? Yeah, that, that is true. The, the issues have been there for the longest time. The defense has been wonky. The goaltending has been wonky. You signed a goalie to a $5, $5 million cap contract, and you don't trust him in the freaking net. And then you play the Stuart Skinner kid who's been okay. Now he's having moments of looking you know, kind of roller coastery, and the team in front of them, can't, there, there's, not, there's not much support there. You look at the freaking hockey reference, McDavid and Dreisaitl are killing it. Nugent Hopkins is having a good season. Hyman's having a good season. And then the drop. It goes from, go, okay, it goes from McDavid 77, then Dreisaitl yeah. has 62, then Hyman and Nugent Hopkins has 48, and then it's a drop to 29 with Tyson Berry. That's a problem. And it's not yeah. a new problem. Like, I, man... I man, if I was an Orioles fan, I'd be fuming. And again, I'm not trying to rip on the team. I know I'm, I'm a Leafs fan, and this comes off of ripping on the team. I'm I genuinely want Connor McDavid to be playing meaningful hockey every single year. The dude's like, gonna win the heart, or he may not, because they're not gonna be in the playoffs. Like it, it's it's un it's unbelievable that we're at this point, and we don't know that they should be first in the Pacific can easily. I, can I? Can I offer a counterpoint to all of this? Yeah. Mm. Around this time last year, I feel like we might have been saying the same things about the Edmonton Oilers. I feel like we might have been. I think we were looking at the goaltending situation. We were looking at what the hell they were going to do. And then they decided to sign a Vander Kane. And we were not fans of that decision. And, and we, it's totally understandable that we should all still feel very weird about the fact that Evander Kane is an Edmonton Oilers under the circumstances that he is in. We can acknowledge that it worked. And it led them to the Western Conference Final. And I don't know, like, I, I, I'm not trying to sound like a Ken Holland apologist. We, the, the Stanley Cup, the Stanley Cups he's won were in a completely different era. And we all, I'm, me more vocal than anyone here knows that the Edmonton Oilers need to do everything they can to capitalize on the current era that they are in right now. All I am saying is that I, I, I'm willing to, up until the deadline, give them the benefit of the doubt that they will find a way to try to fix this and put them in the playoff spot counter counterpoint if only because last year they found a way to do it and they went to the conference final i'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that they will figure it out because they know how urgent the situation is that is what i'm saying true but but if i were to run backwards out of my window and land on my feet and not get injured i can't say that i planned that You know what I mean? Fine. You know what I mean? No, you're right. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. Did, did when, when Ken Holland said, you know what, okay, we're going to sign a Vander Kane and this is going to make us get, get into the Western Conference final. There's no, there is no shot. You can tell no me that, 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 that was, no way. That's that, not was their a, that was a path. It if was Jacob just Park like, okay, plays like 15% better. That series at least goes seven. They probably don't get out of it. Honestly, like we yes. can't miss the fact that like, yes, Edmonton won this series, but Calgary lost. Yeah, they lost. Markstrom lost, lost them the series, and it's it's the Vancouver thing, man. You can't take something that happened worked and say, okay, cool, our team is perfect. We don't have to do anything. 
all those issues that that we that we might have had. No, it's fine because we made we made it to the, the conference final. And again, I know as a Leafs fan, I can't talk about the playoffs and stuff. But like, I, I'm watching McDavid play better. He's getting better, but the team isn't. I don't understand how people in the front office are looking around saying, "What the hell are we doing?" Anyway, okay. I mean, I think that realistically, my. I say this all the time. I think the Canucks are like the trajectory right now based on what they're doing is the Jay Feaster flames. But frankly, what they also are is just a shittier version of the Oilers. It's like a team that has no defense, takes no steps to address the defense. They try to outscore their problems. Mm. They rely on Mm. guys who just score, but like there's absolutely no team defense, no blue line. The only difference is the Canucks have better goaltenders for the most part other than like maybe Stuart Skinner, but they have the same model. They do the same thing where they just, there's no plan. Like I, I know we talked about this last time, but why did they sign Jake for 10 into a PTO? That made no sense. It, it doesn't sense. address nope. any of the issues on your team. They're like, Oh, he's big and tall and fast. Okay. But like, he sucks at hockey. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And no, and, and that and that blue line they have isn't going anywhere. They they're still signed to another Neither year. Neither is the Canucks. So like no. So so what? Like, they're the what, same what team. Is the plan? What is the plan? Are you going to say okay, we're just going to let McDavid like like run wild? Like he can't freaking do it on his own, man. He can't, and it's a freaking shame. It, it's such a shame that every year he gets better and better and better. And it's almost as if like he's improving his play to like yell at the front office and say, give me something. Me and Leon are done here. Give us something. Yeah. I don't actually know what's more frustrating here. Like as much as we like to make fun of the Leafs, objectively, I feel that they have done what they can to actually build a roster that works. And you're just cursed. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is about the roster. I don't know what's missing. I don't know why it doesn't work, but it doesn't work. And that's frustrating. But is that more frustrating than having these really good players and doing absolutely nothing with them? It's it's nuts. And in terms of, and again, it goes back to the Oilers when when they go to Pierre Shirelli. You follow Shirelli with Ken Holland, like two back-to-back misses at GM. Yeah, in all fairness, like Ken Holland had the pedigree. I mean, Peter Shirelli, I mean he was gonna retire. What pedigree though? That's like fair, what had true. what had the Red Wings done within like a that's five true. year span before they hired him? Barely they, made they, the playoffs, they right. just admitted they just committed to a to um to a teardown, like within yep, that five year window. Did. Like he, there's no success like at all there. Like it's the, also like a very different proposition to be successful now versus like successful in the nineties and early two thousands when you could like spend whatever you wanted. Yeah. Listen, if I had the Red Wings money in like 98 and 99, I could have done that too. Yeah. The team was stacked. They were stacked. They were stacked. I would do a lot of things with Detroit Red Wings money. Literally. With the Oilers. From what we know, the Oilers before they hired Holland, there was interest and what I heard discussions with Kelly McCrimmon, Ron Hextall, and who was the third name again? Oh, um. Florida's, Florida's GM. I'm anything. A Florida's GM. Florida's GM, Bill Zito? Bill Zito, yeah. For what I heard, there was, yeah, there were discussions with Crimin, Zito, Ron Hextall. I would have taken any one of those three. I would have taken any one of those three names 
would have been really? an improvement over Sorelli. And but okay, Ken well, Holland, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yes, yes, yes. At least, they, at, least, at least they make moves. At least they make moves, man. Like you can you can talk about the moves that like Bill Zito and like Kelly McCrinnon uh, McCrinnon makes, but like at least they make the moves. Like mm-hmm. Ken Holland just says like, oh, there's no space. Oh, you know, it's no, hard to be those... creative. Oh, no, nineteen ninety-eight. You know, it's like, for... <laughs> yeah, when you had, when you had, you low key. Me. I think if you like, practice it, you could have a pretty decent Ken Holland impersonation. It's not it's that like bad. you it's, have the it's right an tone. Old, it's an almost bad Babcock. I've been trying to work on it. It's like a, it's like a, yeah. it's like a three-quarter Babcock with like something else. I, I kind of have to, I have to find it. Maybe we'll see. I just wanted to add something real quick here before we get to midseason awards. It's really fun to hear you guys be like, you know, man, like. This team isn't doing well. They could score, try to outscore their problems, just can't defend. It's great because, you know, I happen to be in a market where uh, the team can't really defend all that well, and they can't really score either. Mind you, what a segue. the goals, what a, the goals what against a... are not that high. But, uh, yeah, this team has found a way to score the three goals, and that's as much as they could really do, man. It's, it's, it's like it's we're done just, here. Yeah, it's just it's kind of tough, man. It's, 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 it's tough. I mean, what else are you going to do? And, and Daryl Sutter seems to know that he doesn't have a dominant player, which I'm sure will is pretty great to hear if you're Jonathan Huberdeau <laughs> or Nasim Kadri, even, you know, you know, yeah. when you're used to being a good player and, and you're in this system and it's like, oh, well, you know, we have to work harder to get goals. I mean, may have a point, but also I, I, I can't imagine what it's like to be in that room where everything's still trying to mesh together and you're trying to get wins in and then you lose to teams like Chicago in overtime it's it's looking a little weird it's looking i mean i still think they're gonna make the playoffs but i get why people are doubting this team could you imagine if both the flames and the oilers miss the playoffs oh gary will be happy (laughs) (laughs) that would not be good (laughs) yes only one canadian team excellent good next year will be none hey seattle made it yeah, presumably they make it. Yes, of course. Uh, but yeah, with one Canadian team. Wow, really? Are we really in a situation where only one Canadian team could? I think that. I think yeah. that. When was the last and Winnipeg. And Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And Winnipeg. Oh, Winnipeg. Sorry, and Winnipeg. Sorry, sorry, too. Yeah. So, so two Canadian teams have the best chances of making the playoffs. And in, in the Jets, we can't forget about the Jets. The Jets are really good mm. this year. We have yep. to spend one resolution for myself. I will find ways to incorporate more Winnipeg Jets content into the show because they're actually yeah, a good, good team. They can they found score, a way they could score. They found a way to go beyond Blake Wheeler, having the seat taking off of him. It's a, it's a team we have neglected a lot in the past. I will find a way to incorporate Winnipeg Jets content into the show so we could put Same. respect on them. I think that's mm-hmm. what we have to do. Cause, cause look, we, we, we've covered all these different teams, but the Winnipeg Jets, they're actually playing yeah. well. And that was a team I remember we talked about at the beginning of the season. Like that was a team where we're just like, oh, it's just because all the other other teams have been like injured and like they have like games to hand or whatever. But yeah, it's like, legit. no, they're like they're legit. They're really they are, and it's beyond Hellebuck too. It's not like not like they're being saved. I remember there was one year where like Hellebuck was like carrying them, but like this year, like they're pretty complete. They're playing really well. They're getting saves. They're defending well. Josh Morrissey, I think, has really impressed me. He's always been like. He's never been like a standout defenseman for me. He's always been like, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, you. You know what I mean? The kind of like the just like the you're there defenseman, but like he's really he's really turned on turned on this year and kind of like taking control of the blue line. So like, yeah, the Jets are good. I'm good to go on. It's them. a shame that Josh Morrissey exists in a time when Kale McCarr exists, 
Adam Fox exists and Eric Carlson decided to turn back the clock like five, six, seven years, because otherwise mm-hmm. we throw Josh Nor- Morrissey into the Norris conversation. I almost said Norrissey. Mm-hmm. Ah, Josh Morris. Nice. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's just, that's just what it is with the Winnipeg Jets. So that's, that's, that's our commitment. We will find ways to incorporate Winnipeg Jets content in 2023 mm-hmm. for zone time. Um, mm-hmm. Let's get to uh, the midseason awards because it looks as if uh, a lot of teams in the NHL are reaching the 41 game mark. Uh, 82 divided by two is 41. So that is the halfway point, the midway point. With math. Uh, with the midway state, uh, depending <laughs> on how you want to name it, uh, for certain teams. I would like to know from everybody uh, who in your, it might be the same answer for all of these, to be honest. Uh, but uh, I want to know your picks for best team at the midpoint, best player, biggest disappointment. And your tank awareness leader. We love tank awareness around here, especially for Connor Bedard. We, I want to know from each of you who is who is the best at showing tank awareness. Let's start with best team. Avery, can you get us started? Who is the best team uh, through the first half of the NHL season? Again, it could be the same. I have a feeling we're all going to pick the same team. But I also feel as if, depending on certain things, I could understand why you wouldn't pick the team I have in my head. Oh, best team. How can it not be the Boston Bruins? Right now, 32, 4, and 4, on pace for 139 points. And at home, 19, 0, and 3. How can you not give that to Boston? They are running away right now with the Eastern Conference. They're well-deserved to be my team so far at halfway point this season. Okay, so Boston Bruins were mentioned, and I completely understand because of the Mitchell Miller incident, you do not yeah. want to mention the Boston Bruins. Well, that, here's yeah. the thing. Oh, nice. On the ice, the Bruins are playing very well. They're playing very well. But I also understand if you don't want to mention them because of the Mitchell Miller thing. I completely understand. I am not going to hold you to it. Yeah, Boston was Boston would have been my answer as well. It's the the Mitchell Miller thing is such is such like a Mm. giant block of like on their year because I think it was really cool how like. They literally went into this season saying, like, hey, this, this is it. This is the, this is our last, like, chance. We're going to bring Krejci back. We're going to bring Bergeron back on a one-year deal. And they've been playing well. Goaltending's been sick. Linus Olmark, I think, is really not – like, last year they are kind of doing the tandem between, like, Olmark and Swayman, and now it seems like Olmark's really taking the reins. And it's just, like, they look like they just can't lose <laughs> That's on some points. But, like, yeah, the Miller thing, man. Like, I was – that's it, it's it sucks so much that that, that took place mm-hmm. so, but yeah as far as like what they're producing on the ice like they, they've been they've been a solid team in the first half i'll give them this though the way the players on the actual boston bruins team responded to the mitchell miller thing pretty good no great response the players response not the organization back. the players to be clear the players not not the front office not cam <laughs> neely not everyone else the players the way they responded to that, I think, like, or I don't know, maybe people feel differently, but I, I will give them credit for that. Sam, do you feel, how do you feel about the Bruins? How do you feel about, uh, what's your answer to this question? The Bruins were my answer. And to be like brutally honest with you, I literally forgot about the Mitchell Miller thing because there's been so much bullshit that I just yeah, didn't even register. It. I literally just didn't want to say the Bruins because I hate the Boston Bruins with every fiber of my entire being. Uh, I tweeted this, but the Bruins are still icing players from their 2011 cup run, cup team. 
same core players. Since 2011, they have gone 464, 226, 94, and they have missed the playoffs twice. In that same period, the Canucks are 352, <laughs> 339.92. I was waiting for it. And they have missed the playoffs seven times. The Canucks have missed the playoffs seven times since 2011. They suck. And I'm still watching that same goddamn Bruins team winning. What kind of nightmare the- is this? Can you give us the Canucks record one more time? I think we all kind of laughed at the same time. I'm sorry. Can you give us the Canucks record one more time so we hear it? It's actually a winning record. It's actually a winning record, which I I had to do the math three times because I was like, this is wrong. They're too bad for this to be a winning record. Mm. They are 352, (laughs) 339, But that's on the shoulders of the fact that in 2012, they were still like contending for the President's Cup. I can't remember if they actually won it, but they actually had a Mm. great season. And because of that one season, I think Boston they won. have a winning no. record. Yeah, I think Boston won that year. The President's yeah, Trophy in 2012. Who won in 2012? It was the I think it was was it the shortened season where I'm gonna look at it. Up. It was either Boston or Chicago. Um, the shortened season was 2012 2013. Yeah. Yes, sorry, my bad. 2011 2012. That was my first year of CJ. Um, who who won in 2012? Oh, 2011, 2012. Was that LA? Was that LA's first cup? No, LA. No, oh, LA, LA got it and they got in the eighth seed. I wonder if it was. I wonder if it was like a San Jose year. No, 2012 was Vancouver. Yeah, 2012 yeah. Vancouver. Oh, okay. nice. So Vancouver won the Trophy that year. Yeah. Wait, who won the cup that year? Why am I? Bothering 2012. That was um. That was it LA was in 2012. So came, it was. Yeah. So yeah, I was right. So it is the, the Kings that year. They came in as an yeah. eighth seed. Oof. Yes. But yeah, it's been, it's been 12 years and I'm still watching the same team that eliminated us from the cup come in at number one while the Canucks have just sucked for the last decade. Man, you know, do you want a hug, Sam? I think I have to stop complaining about the least. No, it drives me insane that what they did was hire like all the execs from that Bruins team that beat them. And it's like, why, why? Because they did it. So we bring them on so we could do it. Yeah, well, then and what I, you should have done was trade for trade for Gregory Campbell. That would have given you a better shot than hiring Jim Benning. I, I, I guess so. We'll, we'll table that for a moment as we get to best player uh, for our zone time mid-season awards. Unless there's a Bruins comparison you want to pick there too. Um, Omar, who's the best player of uh, the midpoint? I mean, McDavid. I don't think there's really any debate yeah. on who it should be. McDavid, man, like he's just it's Connor McDavid. It's it's, it's Connor McDavid. It, yeah. And why? Because we, of Connor McDavid. Yeah, okay, who's we, we the don't second really... best player in the NHL. Okay, who's the yeah? Who's the, that is probably a better yeah. debate to yeah. figure out who the second <laughs> best player is. Yeah, the second. Yeah, um, I, I've I've been very impressed with Tage Thompson. I thought that was. I thought Tate Thompson was a one and done. I thought I laughed so hard at that contract. I was like, idiots, one, one freaking year, one, one deal. And they went off. And I'm watching this guy play. He's going, well, it was like a five goal game once. Like, and Buffalo, I checked the standings. Like, Buffalo could compete for a wild card spot. Like, they're not that far. They're not that far behind. And if they end up doing the it, man, have a chance. if they end up doing it, man, like like Tate Thompson, you have to give him hard consideration. So yeah, I, I've been really impressed with what Tate Thompson's done this year. 
So if it's not Tage, uh, are we all agreement on Tage is the second best player? I mean, Jason Robertson kind of fell off a little bit. Sam, you're shaking your head. Who is the best, next best player after Connor McDavid? Kyle McCarr. Yep, I saw <laughs> that. I saw that. <laughs> Shout out Kyle McCarr. Uh, and whatever's left of that Avalanche team, consider. I mean, I mean, we say that whatever's left, like him. Dude, their their IR there. is like. You look at the players in their IR. That's like the top. It's their top line, and it's the top line yeah. on any NHL team. It's nuts. Yeah. Their second line right now is like an AHL second line. Is Sean Sudon still up there, or has he been sent back to the Eagles? I honestly, I, know I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even. know. I know he was. He was because at one point, like people were saying, like, "Hey, there should be like a top line with like him and like Alex Kalchenyuk." <laughs> and I know you talk about 2012, 2013. Canadians fans would have loved that. I know that for sure with those two players. Um, Avery, who's the next best player after Connor McDavid? Uh, we're talking this year. I got to go teach Chomps as well, too. 31 okay. goals. And he is a guy who's helping Buffalo get, get near that wildcard spot. Like the Sabres are finally turning it around, and he is such a major cog in Buffalo's redemption arc. And I love it. And that five-goal game, it's too bad because the game against Columbus got a bit chippy, so he didn't play that much. But I wanted him so bad to break the NHL record all time on seven goals in the game. He could have had eight. He could have had nine goals. That's he was true. on pace for nine goals that game. That's yeah. true. I'm surprised. Uh, I am surprised, though. No one's mentioned a uh, player who's 15 points behind uh, Connor McDavid, and that being Leon Dreisaitl, who, I mean... Pretty good, uh, pretty good spot to be number two behind Connor McDavid. You're always going to be a top five player, uh, especially when you're playing alongside Connor McDavid. But Leon Dreisaitl was shown he could be a top five player on his own, whether he plays center or at the wing spot. Isn't that right, Omar? I was, I was. So you, you emphasize the center. I was like, is that digging me? And I was like, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> yes, Dreisaitl was the center. I apologize. I take that. Take that. Go, oh, that was that was a good that was a good run. Good time. Also, at the time of this recording, uh, <laughs> two players who have more you goals than Tage Omar. Thompson. Yes, I see the cricket bat. Two players who have more <laughs> goals than Tage Thompson right now. Connor McDavid and David Pasternak. Just say. Yep. David Pasternak, also in the top five in points. Uh, some other notable uh, nominees for second best player behind Connor McDavid. Biggest disappointment. I realize I didn't uh, specify team or player. I, I wonder who biggest disappointment will be. Like, it could be, it could be anybody. It could be a disappointment in anything. Someone who really matched up first half of the year in a bad way. Uh, again, team player could be anybody. Omar, who's the biggest disappointment? The freaking Edmonton Oilers, man. Like, I'm, I'm look, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the standings, and it's just, it's, it's shocking, because so they're in the second wild card spot, right? Colorado has been injured all to hell, but they have yes. three games in hand. Nashville has three games in hand. St. Louis yep. is right. Everyone's talking about St. Louis selling. St. Louis is right there. So they could legitimately miss. And so I don't know. I don't want to have to like repeat all the stuff I said before, but like that's just shocking to me. That like it's not only it's not only the fact that they're like barely hanging on, but there are three teams that can legitimately leapfrog them with games in hand. That's a problem. And if if Ken Holland thinks that he can just like wait, no, see how things are going to go on the deadline, like, no, nah, man, like, like this, this is the year to do something. You got to send send that first round pick up into the off into the sun. You got to trade that prospect, and if you don't, then that tells the fan base 
I'm not confident we're going to make it. And I don't want to give up our first round pick in a, in a draft that's being compared to the 2015 year. And then you should be fired as Avery said. So can I it's, off- it's Edmonton hundred percent. Can I offer another team that should be considered a disappointment? Um, mm-hmm. The Florida Panthers, the team that did very well last year. Here's the thing. Very mid, very mid. They were, look, they were the president's trophy winning team last year. I understand they lost Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weaker in that big trade, but they end up getting one of the better goal line scorers in Matthew Kachuk. Paul Maurice, who we all thought was probably never going to coach again, gets out of retirement and goes to coach in Florida. And look, we're giving, we're giving a lot of praise to the Buffalo Sabres and how they're close. They're level on points uh, right I'm now. Gonna, I'm gonna have to stop you right there, Here's, my man. They're dis. There's a bit I, of a disappointment. I, I, but also, and also, right and to your point, and to your point about the Edmonton Oilers about not being, uh, you know, them not worth risking uh, trading away that first round pick, uh, especially in the draft class, uh, that could be as good as the 2015 year. At least the Oilers still have it. Panthers don't. They do not have it, and you know why they don't have the first round pick. <laughs> Oh, Julian, they traded. Julian. They traded it for Petrot. <laughs> Julian, Julian, I'm I'm gonna have to stop right there, my man. They traded it for Petrot. The 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 topic was what team has been the most disappointing. Because this I'm gonna have to tell you, I'm gonna have to tell you, player. When they hired Paul Maurice, I knew they weren't anywhere. <laughs> that was I wild. Going, I knew they weren't going. That anywhere. was wild. As soon, as soon as they announced that, I was like, You're right done. off. You thought they right were off. Missed. Right off, you give Montreal the top 10 pick. Give Montreal the top 10 pick right off. I knew they weren't going anywhere because, like, everything you everything else you said, you're 100% right. But as soon as they gave that man, Paul Maurice, that job, because, because listen, because, like, everything that made Florida good last year is yeah. gone, not just in player personnel, in style. Yeah, they were a That's dynamic true. offensive wave. Line after line after line after line was attack and attack, and that's not Paul Maurice's system. They gave the wrong man the keys to the wrong car. They should have kept the dude from last year, but instead Andrew they Burnett. let him go. They should have let they let him go, and they gave it to Paul Maurice. As soon as they happened, I'm like, there's no way they're going to be any anywhere as good. So I, I so mention- for me, not disappointing at all. I knew I I mm, yep okay, no All right, point taken. Okay, Sam, did you give your just biggest disappointment yet? No, but it's going to be Colorado. Oh, is it fair to say is that, that fair? because they've been banged up? I don't know if that's fair. That's still a disappointment. That's fair. Right? Yes. Like, you had Nikchushkin start the season on a tear. Like, I was literally like, when they gave him that contract this offseason, I was like, that's, I don't know about that one. Like, that's a lot of money for Valerian Nikchushkin. Then he started the season. Yeah. He was so good. He's been out since. Like he's, he came back for like a couple of games after his surgery, re-injured himself and just hasn't, hasn't been back. Byron's been out for pretty much the entire season. Landis Cog's been out the entire season and they're just, yeah, they're like, they're struggling. They're struggling and they're not really that fun to watch. And, you know, the last couple of games, they've had some really bizarre, bizarre calls made against them from refs. It's just, it's, yeah, it's a weird season. They're like, they're ninth by percentage, but I think they're like 11th, which is not great. We need his own time episode talking about officiating. Yeah, the officiating has been. Oh, oh, the officiating has been. The officiating is terrible. Like it gets worse and worse every year. But like, I don't, I feel like it's even more than usual. Yeah. It's been wild. Like 
that Colorado Canucks game where Cogliano got 10 minutes. He got a 10 minute misconduct for yelling at the linesman because the linesman didn't get out of the way and contributed directly to the Canucks scoring a goal. What the hell? Like, you're the ref. You you screwed up. You misplayed it. You impacted the game. And then you gave the guy a penalty for yelling at you. Like, come on. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We do need a zone time episode on officiating. That I also agree with. Avery, did you give your biggest disappointment? Uh, yeah, no. But before I do, I, w- I want to jump in the Florida Panthers quickly. Florida, Paul Maurice, stop Ooh, the one. dang recycling head coaches. Ooh. Stop recycling. Go Hire on. someone new. Hire some fresh blood. Like, come on. These That's coaches good. are going to hire the same point. 14 minutes until 2055. Mm-hmm. That is Ridiculous. very, very true. Anyway, very true. That big counterpoint, a- counterpoint, Lindy Ruff was two points off of representing the Metropolitan Division as all-star head coach, as opposed really? to Rod Brendamore. Uh, actual uh, though, that's going to be the auto senators, and, and the other three coaches that are going to be there have all been recycled. Ottawa, not 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 trying to advocate for it. I'm just being I'm just being that asshole is like a yeah. devil's devil's advocate. <laughs> devil's advocate, Lindy Ruff. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, like I I noticed this. I, I put this up on Twitter uh, before we started recording, but. Um, Jim Montgomery, who's the current Bruins head coach, is there uh, along with Bruce Cassidy, who's now the Golden Knights head coach, was the former Bruins head coach. And he's there with Pete DeBoer, who was the previous Golden Knights head coach, who was also there with the, who's now the Stars head coach. And Jim Montgomery used to be a Stars head coach. If Lindy Ruff was, wasn't Lindy Ruff a Stars head coach at 1.2? If Lindy Ruff was there, holy crap, that would have been a, a recycle bonanza. Right. If Lindy Ruff yeah. got there, and instead we have Rod Brindamore. Yeah. <laughs> so even so, basically at this point, you're either a recycled coach or you're a former NHL player trying this whole coaching thing out just to see if it works. True. At least in this case, it works. Yeah. Oh, as I mentioned, okay. the recycling Ottawa. That was a team in which the Ottawa ah. be a wild card team. Sniff it. And they are deep in the Eastern Conference basement. Like, they are nowhere near mm. a playoff spot. We saw, you know, mm. they brought Claude Giroux. <laughs> they brought in Alex DeBrink and the deal. And people think, oh, Ottawa's going to turn things around. Nope. Ottawa has not had a good year. You know, granted, they had the Cantabit injury. But still, it, Ottawa should have been way higher. Ottawa should be where Buffalo is now. Ottawa should be where Buffalo is. You know, on the verge of wild card spot, on the verge of that breakthrough. And they're not. And it's upsetting to see because I like Ottawa. I like the center's franchise. They should be a playoff team with Omar is here, Dollar Whining over there in their misery. <laughs> Ottawa should have been so much better. It's, it's tough to see. Like, And you know what? If you're that front office staff now, does the hot seat give you the harder for your head, for your head coach? Does, oh. you, you need you need a coaching chain because right now, you know, you're you're floundering in that conference when you should be like, where are they now? They're, they are... Two points behind Detroit, and only Columbus, Montreal, and Philadelphia are worse than them. That's not good. That's not good. I mean, at this point, for the Senators, are you just waiting until Ryan Reynolds gets the keys to the organization? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, they they just need to figure out, I guess, like what they want to do. It seems like every time, like the Senators kind of come up and say, like, okay, this year we're not rebuilding anymore. 
I actually, sorry, what, what what we meant was was that we weren't going to lose like on purpose. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna make some trades. Okay. Now now, now this is the uh, no sorry sorry. What we actually meant was that you know what I mean. So like like they it seems like they they want to take that step, but it's like something kind of ends up getting in the way that maybe they haven't like registered or considered or whatever. And it's just like, if I'm looking at like Buffalo between Buffalo and Ottawa, Buffalo is way, 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 way ahead of Ottawa right now. The only thing Buffalo needs is like a goaltender. That's not like 40. Like, and that, that's not, yeah. that's not to throw shade at credit Greg Anderson, but like, so player in the league. So like, I, I don't, I don't know what else they can do, but I think that just goes to show that like, Hey, making a couple of good trades, you know, doesn't guarantee you a playoff spot, especially in, especially in the division like the Atlantic, which is pretty difficult. So. Also, uh, I'm just going to call dibs on uh, saying that uh, the Ottawa senators being good is the thing I got wrong uh, for when we eventually do that episode on things we got wrong. Uh, unless there's something else that has completely escapes my mind. I already know what I said. Oh, I know what you said. Uh, you said the Leafs were going to play the Flames of the Stanley Cup Final. Oh, oh, right. Um... <laughs> I, I wonder you forgot. Oh, I... oh no. We, we weren't going to let you forget that at all. No, sir. But again, oh, a future episode. Uh, tank Awareness Leader, uh, before we quickly get to All-Star and then we get out of here. Uh, tank Awareness Leader, who has, been, who has shown the best tank awareness throughout the first half of the season as they do everything they can to get Connor Bedard. It's gotta be Chicago, right? Like, I mean, they're, they're, they're near the bottom of the standings. Uh, They're not, they're not a great team. They did kind of start off pretty well, but like Mm -hmm. it's, they've fallen off ever since they're not going to get there. Yeah. I, I think Chicago's up there. However, they did have that moment where they were like in a playoff spot. I don't think Anaheim has been in it at all. (laughs) And yeah, I was gonna say like, Anaheim. They're bad. Anaheim like, is probably the possible team. way. Yeah, and I think Sam said it. Sam said it the best like a couple of weeks back that like Anaheim's at the perfect tanking team because like they suck, but they have exciting players and they can make good plays, but then they still lose. So I think Anaheim's been doing it the best like all like all year. Um, and you know other teams have turned it on a little bit, but definitely Anaheim's been the best at it. That's true. That's true. Remember at one point they only had like one regulation win through like a month mm-hmm. and a half. Hmm. Uh, Avery, uh, do you have a pick? Are you are, are you in agreement with Anaheim? It's Anaheim. Yeah. Again, you've seen. You know they lose a lot, but they are a fun team. You see they gotten from guys like Zegras, Troy Terry. You know the fans are going in every night and getting entertained, even though this team still stuck with Anaheim. And I think adding Connor Bedard to that team in Anaheim will be fun to watch. I think. I think Zegras will make. I will think Zegras, Terry, and Bedard is like. Yo, that would be so stupid. That's a oh must-watch team immediately. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. If oh Connor Bedard God. goes to the Anaheim Ducks, me moving to Calgary is one of the best career decisions I could have ever made because oh, that means yeah. I could stay You're up and watch those games. Mm-hmm. And also, oh he's not. He's not in the East. If it's Bedard, Zegras, and Terry, the Canucks are never going to win a Stanley Cup in my life. <laughs> <laughs> The man, oh, that would be sick. Also, shout it would out be to sick. Arizona. Shout out to Arizona. They lost six games. Shout out Arizona one time. I, I, I take awareness. I take awareness. Yeah, but and... then they do things like beat Colorado and us. Yeah, and us. Yeah. Colorado, Colorado and the Leafs. What are you doing? <laughs> and they get people to show up to Mullet Arena. That's a big surprise. I thought it was going to be like a like a desert, but people show up. It's fun. Yeah, time. It's a great time. Omar, you don't seem that convinced. 
listen, man, they had the players doing the the in the intermission interviews in a tent. Yeah, I mean, not everything's like, gonna be perfect, you especially know, with the Arizona Coyotes. The game itself had like this weird like twilight blue filter for some <laughs> reason, and then sometimes it was red, and other times it was green. I'm like, the heck's going on? So it's like last I I think I think seeing a home game for the Arizona Coyotes is like the all-star game and how like the Lee tries to like hype it up. It's yeah. good if you're there, but if you're watching it, it's kind of bad. Last season when we did this show, uh High School Musical was the movie that brought us all together. Is Twilight <laughs> the movie that brings us all together this season? Uh, I mean, I think I can think of a lot of analogies for like a relationship between like groups of people where like one person's like hey i really want this thing and then another person's like hey i really want this thing as well and then the other person's like okay cool well can you give me that thing and the other person says no so i think there can be a lot hey Connor mcdavid and ken holland hey ken can you give me a team that can help me win in the playoffs of course that's what i want okay can you give that to me right now no you know so yeah, I, I think, thought you were gonna yeah. make like a team Edward Team Jacob reference somewhere, and like I'm still looking for it, unless I missed it. Uh, give me give me a week. I'll think of something. Okay, I've never we'll seen give Twilight, you a week. So that's like shh, I, you're, not, you're not missing. You're not, you're not missing Twilight much. Either. I watched the first anything. movie and that's it. Thank God. The first the anyway. first movie is the best movie to watch in Paris. Yes. <laughs> like, but oh my god. <laughs> I did expect that last word. Yeah, impaired. Like if you're watching it sober, like no, it is brutal. But in Paris, yeah. oh, you'll have a time. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, no one here has read the books. I've never read the books. I read okay. The books. Oh, okay. Shout out Omar. You know, just, you know, just when, just when you think you have it figured out. <laughs> I diversify myself. What can I say? Very good. Um, last <laughs> thing before we go, uh, the NHL All-Star Game being in Florida. Uh, I hate the format. I think it's stupid that we have one player from each team uh, and I hate the fact that it comes at the expense of the brilliant all-star draft where two players pick or guys on each team pick players. That's how oh. it should be. It should be, it should be like the NBA where you get, you don't even have to get the two best players to do it. Get the two most entertaining players. Also a terrible thought crossed my mind with that. I love the idea of two of the most entertaining players picking guys for their all-star team. I hate the fact, and I hate to bring up this company's name. They're going to find a way to bring Barstool in this, aren't they? They're going to find a way to do it. They better not. Don't do it. Don't ruin it. I hope they don't. But then again, if they have it on on TNT, Paul Bissnippy in there, I know he's associated with them. That's as far as I want that to go. That's as far as I want that to go. Please don't ruin it by making it super bro-y and super into hockey culture that like alienates everybody just make it cool okay anyway yeah. i'm off it's my just, soapbox the all-star game just doesn't matter that's it, the it, big it, difference it never really did i don't even know why they call it an all-star game like it's, you don't actually not, even have your all-stars there you don't you really don't i'm like they can't market itself out like they can't market their way out of a paper bag like their thought process is legitimately hey if we get a player from every team then the fans of that team will tune in it's like why don't you just sell the best product possible and people mm. will watch regardless of whether players on their team are on? Like, sorry, you think Chicago fans, you think, okay, forget Anaheim, that's the aberration. You think Canucks fans, 
You think people watching teams suck are going to be like, hey, I watch these guys all the time. I'm going to go watch one of them again. Why don't you actually just put your best players out? Honestly, now, like that, that's the thing about like when you when you have stars that transcend other teams, there are, there are Crosby fans in Toronto. I see I see kids wearing Crosby jerseys all the time. Crosby fans in that, Calgary that's, too. That's what you should be doing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter that, like, oh, you have to have one freaking one player for every team. That's stupid. And I'd be saying the same thing if the Leafs were bad. When the Leafs were tanking for Matthews, I laughed so hard that Komarov was there. Why is Leo Komarov an all-star? That made Leo no Komarov freaking sense to me. Leo Komarov was an all-star? Yeah, Thank was. you. Thank you. Like, that makes no freaking I sense. God about that. What like, oh, hell? my God. This was one. Why? One, each, team need, each team needs a representative is dumb. Bring the best players there and then have them represent the league like it doesn't have to be a team by team thing that's stupid never seen a league so hell-bent on like not understanding the their product you know what i will say though i'll 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 give two conditions an expansion team should always have a player there expansion teams always have one that one yeah that one i I agree on that they should and and the host market should have a player there those are two yeah yeah i agree expansion team should always have two players there but in terms of marketing though the breakaway challenge was brought back. The breakaway challenge should have never gone away. That should have never been taken out. It's the event fun. people want to see. And the league for like five or six years said, no, we're scrapping that. The event you all came to see, you dumped? Why? That was the best event you had on an All-Star Saturday night. And you dumped yeah. it. And you brought it back last year. Great. That should be the one event. You never, you never ever remove that event again. Other events can be altered. The breakaway challenge, which shows real personality. Don't ever consider doing that again. It was stupid to get rid of it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, is there anything? Uh, actually, I'll do this one. There's another topic uh, about pitch me a fun event that should be in the All Star competition. I might squash that because we're running a bit on time. Just name me a player who has not been named to the All Star game already that should be there. Do we want to just get Austin Matthews out the way? I wasn't even going to say that. Actually, I was oh, really. Say, I was going to say Neilander. He's never oh. been. He has never been, and 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 that's and that's part of you know being 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 on a team that has a lot of stars. But it's also it's stupid. What each team needs a rep thing. There are so many teams that have like multiple stars, and their stars get shafted because oh we need to make sure Arizona has a player, or we need to make sure that all um who was who was last last year that the Habs have a player. Like, like come on. Come on, man. So, like, this year, like, I know a lot of people are hyper-focusing on Matthews and, like, yeah, he's a star player. But, like, Nylander has had an incredible, incredible, like, first half of the season, and I think he deserves to go this year. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty strong argument. I was I was going to say, and maybe this is just me just tapping into the market, but I think Rasmus Anderson's had himself a good year. I think he's a notch or two mm. below Josh Morrissey, but I think I was surprised he didn't get – I mean, Nassim Kadri having a good year, marketable face. Totally understand why he's named to the all-star team or to the, to the all-star game. Rasmus Anderson would have been the very next guy I would have picked. He's established himself as a number one defenseman on that team. And he's having himself a pretty decent season. He would have been my pick, but again, I'm just tapping into the market that I happen to be in. Uh, any other players, Avery, Sam, who would do, who else should be there? Mika Rantanen. Yes. Rantanen has 50 has points, been- 50 points in 39 games. He's not an all-star. That's ridiculous. He's carrying oh the damn team. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna say Leon Dreisaitl, 62 points, 62 yeah. points. And the team, he lead the team in scoring. Not an all-star right now. The stands. Are you kidding me? 
It's kind of wild. The NHL tried to find a way to make sure as many stars could be represented from as many teams, and they found a way to exclude so many people in the process. We don't care about the fact that, like, and I, I hope the NHL realizes this. We don't care that if every team is re- is is even even the pl- even the political the players that have been named, right? Like you mentioned the Canadians, Nick Suzuki got mentioned. No disrespect to Nick Suzuki. Cole Caulfield should be there instead. Right? Cole Caulfield is like is like in the top ten of goal scoring. He should be there instead of Nick Suzuki. That's your why? Star, man. Are you what do you think? That's your star. Yeah. What are That's you thinking? Your it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make oh. sense. Gosh, God. And you know what's funny? We're going to talk about the All-Star game at some point next month and just laugh at it the whole time. Not me. I enjoy that stuff. Here's the thing. I think if I I was there, if I got to go to Florida and I got to cover it, like, for whatever reason, like, I'd enjoy it. If I got to be there as a fan, like, who cares? Like, I would enjoy it. Like, watching it from home and seeing, like, I don't know. I've been watching players who I know don't really want to be there or don't seem all that enthused about showing their personality. Like, that doesn't do it for me. That doesn't do it for me. Take me back to early 2000s where it was like East versus West and like Owen. That Nolan, was at least like, fun. Like, take me back to those coldest shot. Snipe, like those moments. Take That's me cool. back. To, take me back to the times Ooh. where the all-star game was fun. And I don't, and like, I think about it. I'm like, is it just because I'm older or is it just because like the NHL sucks? Maybe it's both. I don't know. But like, Probably both. it's just not, Probably it's both. not fun anymore. It's, it's not fun to watch. It seems like a chore. I have one last idea. I have one last idea. If we're going to make spice things up, put in Team PHF or Team PWHPA. Have them compete against other divisional teams. It would be so cool to see a Team PHF win the All-Star Tournament. Yeah, and then when they win, actually acknowledge that they won. Yeah. yeah, and actually, you know, celebrate and be all like, hey, we're the... Well, they wouldn't say we're the man. We'd be like, hey, we did it. You don't Connor Bedard it. Just just <sighs> revel in the fact that you beat everyone else. You know, if the NHL All-Star game was in our hands, I think we'd have a much better tournament. Whatever the I hell they so. want to do. I don't even like the idea of a tournament. Just give us one game. Just literally, they don't care. Oh, the winning team gets one million. They don't care. The five on five game are real stale. Ovechkin, ta- Ovechkin takes an, a, a one-game suspension every year. He does he's chasing Gretzky. He doesn't care. Like, how, many, how many all-star games has City Crosby actually played in? I, th- I swear he's been in two. I, th- yeah, I, c- I been swear like he's been in two. Not a yeah. lot. You know? Oh, my God. Like, Yeah. yeah. It's going to take a while before the NHL All-Star Weekend gets to the level of the NBA or even Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, you could say all you want about how boring the games are. I tuned in for, for the midseason classic. That is the All-Star game and the, All- and the home run derby. They have that right. Even the Pro Bowl will probably get more ratings than the NHL All-Star game in America anyway. Yeah. Brutal. Anyway, we've gone through a lot uh, on this uh, first edition of 2023 of Zone Time. We've got some rust off, but I think we're, we're, we're on the right track. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Thank you, Avery. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Omar. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Also, before we leave, uh, happy birthday to uh, Arun, who sometimes appears on this show. Let's show Arun some love, everybody. Subscribe to the podcast, however you consume this show. We'll be back next week. Peace.